Hello, welcome to the Team Building Show for Canadians. I'm your host, Sandy McKay, and here at the Team Building Show, it's our mission to create high-level conversations and give you actionable concepts for you to go and implement in your real estate business right away. And uh, before we get going here, I want a quick reminder for everyone to go over to our website, teambuildingshow.ca. Uh, you'll be able to subscribe to our list, uh, never miss an episode, get some uh, extra goodies on uh, events we're doing, things like that as we go. And also go over to our Facebook page if you're already on there. Make sure you like it, subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this on audio. And um, and remember to jump in on the action. Come join us for a live uh, show every Wednesday. We're pretty much every Wednesday at noon we're doing these. So we'd love to see you on there and asking some questions and uh, engaging with us as we have our our awesome guests on here sharing their experiences with us. Uh, I've got a great one here today with Sean Ziggelstein from Team Zold. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thanks a lot, Sandy, for having me. Should be great. Uh, why don't we start out with uh, kind of how we usually do. Give us a bit of background on your real estate journey up to this point. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny where you and I met. You know, we met sitting on a beach in the <laughs> Dominican Republic a couple of Christmases ago. So it's funny how all these things come full circle and we're having conversations online now. So it's great. Um, so I started in the business 17 years ago um, with Royal Cage, your community realty uh, offices in Richmond Hill. We have our own satellite office, which we just opened about four months ago now. Um, we started the team, I started about 15 years ago uh, by adding on um, an assistant and an agent. Uh, that agent is still with me today, uh, has been with me for a long time and is, uh, is doing extremely well in the business. Uh, we started to grow over the years. And of course, like all teams have had growing pains. Uh, we're now up to uh, six members on the team. Uh, we're part of the Royal Page Chairman's Club, top 1% across the country for Royal Page have been there. Uh, this year included uh, will be nine consecutive years and uh, top of the market in our area as well. And, you know, for us, uh, really what the goal is, is to make sure that our, our clients are always being looked after and know, know that they can reach us, you know, at a moment's notice, um, you know, at any time that they need us. Awesome. So you've had, so you said you've had uh, one, your, your very first agent hire has been with you for how long? 15 years? Uh, yeah, 15 years now. Wow. So maybe we'll dive in a bit on that in, in a minute and talk about how you kind of, I know some people struggle with retaining top talent and, and, you know, people always uh, are worried about that when they're growing a team as, as far as having people, you know, training them and then watching them leave for maybe greener pastures, maybe not. But uh, I know that's one thing that we could maybe dive into a bit. Um, what, what does your business look like then? You said you do a lot of, uh, sphere, a lot of uh, database, right? So, um, how did you maybe build that up and, uh, maybe talk a bit about the percentages and stuff about how, really how much that is, is that 90% of your business? Is it 80? Or? Yeah, this year. So we actually, we've started to really track our numbers and in the past, I'm a very organized person, um, I'm anally organized and, uh, I, I like to be involved in the business and, and I am, you know, one of those team leadedly working as well. So I am selling, I am active, I'm working with buyers, I'm working with sellers. Um, I am going to try now, um, I, I've had that aha moment and I'm now trying to, you know, extend that more to my team and take a little bit of a step back and be almost the, um, you know, the rainmaker, bring things in and, and make sure that the team is looked after and organized. Um, you know, so our business has always been through repeat and referral. You know, I started my business uh, February 10th, 2004. Uh, that was the first first day um, I got my license uh, and I went out door knocking that night. 
And to this day, I'm still in contact and have sold numerous homes uh, through referrals for the first house that I ever door knocked getting into the business. So, you know, I've seen these kids grow up from being in, you know, those carry on little uh, strollers um, to now, you know, graduating high school. So it's pretty amazing to be a part of these people's lives for basically their entire life, but for myself for the last 17 years, just to know that that's what we do. So our business, this year, we're close to about 90% repeat and referral. Uh, we have started doing a little bit of online marketing. Um, we are doing a little bit of other lead generation. But what my goal for my team is to really understand how to work your sphere uh, to the extent that your your sphere understands you know, that you're there for them. You're there for the reason to make sure that they're being looked after no matter what. And I think that's the, the genuine authenticity that our team has. And I think that comes across to our clients all the time. So what's the key to that? Because that's obviously built over a long period of time. You've really been able to sustain that. Um, like you said, like kind of, they know that you're there for them. They know that you're caring about them. How does how does that actually happen in a day to day scenario? Like how does that work? You know, it's really, with that a lot. Yeah, it, it's really funny. You know, and, and people always ask me that. They say, "Well, you must have a massive database and such." Don't I? I, I actually cut down my database. Um, every once in a while, I go through it and I go, "Okay, have we gotten any referrals here? Do we see that this is?" the type of person that we're going to be getting referrals from, or are we not getting referrals from those people? Um, but I think ultimately it comes down to the fact that when the phone rings, if we want to answer that phone, that's a great client for us, right? If we sit there and go, oh no, I don't want to talk to that person, then we shouldn't be doing business with them at all. So our clients really understand that we're there for them, no matter what it might be. So I had a client call me, I don't know, about a half hour ago. And he said, oh, what are you doing? He goes, you have a golf course? And I said, no, I'm not on the golf course. I'm actually just unpacking the new Christmas gifts for this year. And he goes, it's November the 11th. I go, yeah, and we just got in our Christmas gifts. So, you know, we dropped by Christmas gifts to a ton of plants. So we've got 300 gifts sitting in our boardroom right now that we will put together and get ready for distribution in the next, you know, month to six weeks. So our clients know that our clients I wouldn't say expect it, but they know that we're there um, and, and they call us out of the blue for anything, whether it's a paint color on a house, whether it's what kind of carpet or, or, or hardwood they should put in or landscaping. They'll call us for everything and ask us for referrals for any of those contacts as well. So it's really nice. And so those uh, those gifts and that, does that go out to everyone in the database? Does that go out to people who you, know, you did deals with that year or that, uh, you know, in, in a certain time period? Or how do you decide? It, 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 who it's gets really, it does, you know, and, and like I said, we narrow down our, our database considerably. So, you know, certain people in the database, you know, will just get a newsletter. Other people will get more. Other people will get invited to, you know, client appreciation events that we have. We just did a great um, uh fall festival that we usually do in person at a farm, but because of COVID, we had to switch that up and we dropped pumpkins off at people's houses. And, and I think, I think we ended up distributing almost 600 pumpkins door to door to our clients and prospects for that, for the, uh, for the holiday gifts and, and even gifts throughout the year. You know, these are, these are the clients that have shown us a lot of uh, love and sent us a lot of referrals in the past and taken good care of us. And we want them to know that we really do appreciate it. And, and that's why we're into this. Awesome. So, yeah, so obviously heavy focus on the database. And uh, I like that you said, it's not a massive database necessarily. It's just, it's a, it's a very um, responsive one, it seems like. And one that uh, you obviously take good care of and pour a lot of energy into 
refining it and making making sure they're getting value in different ways right over the years is that something you know you were focusing on from day one or is that something you kind of learned or evolved into as you grew it, it was I, I remember you know i was probably a year into the business or two years into the business and i'm sitting there and i'm writing birthday cards out and a guy agent comes by my office and he'd been in the business 25 years and he comes in he looks and he goes you're still writing those birthday cards I go, yep he goes keep going, keep going. And, and I just started laughing. And then probably about four years ago, I saw him um, at a conference at, at RealtorQuest. And he walks up to me, he goes, Sean, how's it going? Give each other a big hug. He goes, those letters, real, those, those birthday cards really paid off, didn't they? He goes, I've seen what you've been doing. It's been unbelievable. And to this day, I still do it, right? So all of those little things that I, I think I, I, I was in the service industry, I was in the restaurant business previous to, to real estate. And knowing what people's expectations are, um, you want to exceed them. And, and I think that you've got a choice now of 60,000 realtors on the Toronto Real Estate Board. So why should they work with our team? And we've got to provide something to our clients and, and to our referrals to say, well, this is why you've got to deal with us rather than going somewhere else. You're not just a number. It's not just transactional this actually means something to us. And, you know, we will lose sleep over a deal, no matter what, it does happen. Yeah, and I, I, 60,000 realtors in the GTA, and there's a lot of biz, people doing business all over the place, right? A lot of yeah. people will, agents will be in, you know, in uh, Mississauga going to Whitby, Oshawa, or vice versa, north, south, they're all over the place, right? So that it is becoming very... Um, competitive it's always been competitive but it's it just continues to be more and more competitive especially with house prices going up you got to differentiate yourself somehow right yeah you and, do um, and, and i think it's very difficult to do that you know yes you could do a lot of advertising and we see what you know people post online and we see billboards that they're doing we see all sorts of different things for us you know we're not on park benches we're not on buses we're not sending thousands of mail outs on, on a weekly basis or a monthly basis uh, what we really do is focus on those clients and let them know, you know, we are here no matter what. And we know, you know, they know that if they call us at 10 o'clock on a, on a Friday night, chances are if we're not sleeping, we're going to answer their question immediately, no matter what. It just happens and happens all the time. And do those, those calls and stuff, like, how much of that comes to you nowadays versus previously or is it all still coming to you like how much time are you spending on on that type of thing i think that's what's some people have that fear as they're thinking about building a team or whatnot that they're maybe going to start getting clients called now and team members calls and they're just going to get crazy busy right and and have so much on the go that they can't keep up but how do yeah. you how do you deal with that well and i think it comes down to structure and, and i think it's finding the right people on your team that you can trust um enable to to enable them to take those calls uh, with me, like I said, I still love selling real estate. That's part of what I do. I, I didn't get into this just to own a business. I got into this because I found it interesting. And I'm like, okay, I love doing this. And I still love with a first-time home buyer to walk in and see a smile on their face when they get their first house. I like that. Call me sappy. I don't know. So, you know, those people are still calling me. Um, my listings are still calling me. Uh, yes, they will call the team member because we are now allocating uh, team members to certain listings. So they will be able to be involved in that. We are using, you know, chats on WhatsApp and such like that, that our clients can reach out to myself, to our team coordinator, um, as well as to, to the agent. Uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, 
whoever they really want to talk to is going to answer the phone. If it's me, if it's somebody else, for me, it doesn't matter. This is how I built my business. And now to this point to say, no, 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 you can only go to somebody else won't happen on our team. Um, but at, at the end of the day, they're going to be able to get me or whoever they want. They may like the other agent maybe more than they like me. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that could happen. You never know. For sure. I hope they, I hope they do. Right. That's, that's the goal. Well, that gives you some leverage, right? Obviously, eventually. And, and then that just becomes how do you, you know, obviously give value to that agent. So they, they hang around and want to be a part of uh, your world still. Right. Exactly. What does what did that? What was your mindset then when you started? Because you seemed like you started hiring uh, uh, some team members almost right away. Within was it within the first year you said, or first couple of years? Yeah, I was about a year and a half in, and I got my assistant, and uh, and she was with me for uh, she was with me for a few years, and then uh, you know younger family needed to take some time off. At that point, I wasn't busy enough to say, okay, I need full time admin, and she was also sales as well, and she wanted to get out of the sales end of things. Uh, but she was the one that actually met um, the agent, uh, Merrick, who's been with me for, for that amount of time. So, you know, he came on board and, and started working in his area uh, where he lives around his home and has proven that, you know, the geographic farming for him has really paid dividends because those people know him as soon as he walks down the street with his kids in tow. And he's so he's. Um... He's been now, yeah, 14, 15 years or so almost with yeah, you. Yeah, right? exactly. So. And, and and I think that it, it's really interesting because the thought process for me wasn't, okay, I've got excess leads that I'm going to hand to somebody and I'm running around like crazy. Um, I'm a very scheduled person. Um, everything goes on my calendar. Everything is organized. Everything is scheduled. So for me, I, I, I never look like I'm busy, uh, which is good or bad, I guess. Um, you can't, you can't really tell. Um, so for me, it wasn't, okay, I'm dropping the ball. I'm missing out on leads where that's where I think most people start to build a team. Uh, for me, I was always on sports teams growing up. I went in the restaurant business. You're really working tight as a team. Um, I love, I love teams. I, I just like the whole philosophy that everybody is there to help each other out. And, and I think, it just was a natural progression. He said, look, I need somebody to help me with my admin behind the scenes. All I want to do is go and sell a couple of houses and that's it. And that's how he started. And now it's, you know, he's, he's completely involved. He does everything. We all brainstorm about ideas and what we're going to do. And, and he's a partner. It's not, a, you know, an agent on the side. He, he's a full partner with the team. And, and that's how I see all of my agents are as partners. Yeah, sometimes I find that's a big, uh, you know, that, that that rubs off in the smallest of time. Well, using that sort of language can make a big difference, even um, when dealing with with people and how you even set them up with other clients, perhaps, or, you know, here's my partner versus, oh, here's my buyer's agent, go deal with them. It's a exactly. bit of a different different yeah. uh, perception that a client's going to get or even your your partner there in that scenario is going to get, right? Yeah. Um, you talked about scheduling. I think that's a huge thing. I, I'm pretty pretty good with my schedule I've been up and down but I'm pretty good right now I think I've grown to be really good even but it's it's a big piece of it I find in this business is, is staying you know with that structure you get some freedom with that I think and um is that something you were good at from from the beginning or is that something you had to work on over the years no I I was I was very scheduled beginning and I, I always found when I started in the business I had uh two young kids uh they were both under I guess uh, my older one was was three at the time when I started. Okay. He actually was on his birthday the day I got my license. So I had a three-year-old and uh, almost a one-year-old. 
So, you know, my wife worked full time, still does to this day. Um, life had to be scheduled because I had to know if I was running around, what am I going to do? You know, there were plenty of times that my wife would meet me. I would have, you know, both kids with me. We would trade cars. I would take her car. She would take my car, drive the kids home. I would go to a showing um, or I would take the kids on showings with me uh, at the beginning. And I would plop them on the on the front step in the, inside the house and I would give them their little video games. And I would say, sit here, don't move. And, you know, clients were like, we're good with this. This is perfect. So, you know, the schedule became extremely important. And especially when it's doing um, extracurricular activities. You know, my, my older son played, you know, rep competitive baseball uh, for eight years. I coached the team. Um, I didn't miss a game. And we were playing 50 to 60 games a year. Didn't miss a game. Didn't miss a practice. We'd make sure everything would be scheduled around it. So it almost became a schedule out of necessity in order to spend time doing all the other things that I wanted to do. So how did you tell, how did you go about that with clients at, at that point? So, uh, you know, if I'm assuming then maybe you didn't have quite as big of a team as you do now, and you're kind of going through that and having to probably say no to a lot of showings or opportunities or things that popped up. Was, was that ever a challenge? It, it really wasn't. It, it, it was amazing. My clients from day one have really understood that family is super important to me and, um, and, and other things. So, it wasn't necessarily, you know, okay, you know what, Sean can't do this. We're going to go somewhere else. Um, could I have missed a couple people throughout the years because I had something else on my schedule? Possibly. Um, nothing that really stood out um, for me. Uh, but, you know, I think they all understood it. And I would say, guys, look, I can show you properties from this time to this time. And I can do it uh, right here or I can do it right there. And I remember once I was... Show, I, had a, I had a listing and we got an offer on the property and we happened to get an offer um, and I had my son had a baseball game and it was right around the corner from the house and I know after the game there was another game that, that my son and another couple teammates wanted to sit and watch so you know I, I said okay guys here we go so we're going to go we do the game I end up changing in the parking lot going to the house doing the offer come back pick my kid up and go home <laughs> It's just how it worked. And, and clients really understood that. If they knew that I had other things on my schedule, you know, it wasn't necessarily, oh, Sean's got his son's baseball game or his son's hockey game or his son's theater production. It was booked up. So these are the times that were available. Just like when you're prospecting and you say is, you know, Tuesday at five or Thursday at six better. You're giving them a choice. And, and I started that from day one. Yeah, I was finding it's interesting. This the some of the newer realtors that maybe even maybe more so now than ever is you get the people that really just think they need to run around for every little opportunity that comes around, right? And I find it is it's, the as you as you treat yourself like a professional, and the more so you, you know, the more you do that, and the more you almost almost push away business in some cases. You almost get more respect from the clients, and you especially I know you, you obviously come across very family oriented and, uh, and very, you know, it's a big part of your life. I think they understand that and, and treat you like a professional in return and will be accommodating when they need to be. Right. Yeah, they, they do. And, and now with the age of DocuSign and such, it, it is a little bit easier, of course, to reschedule things and, and zoom. And, you know, we've done several presentations on zoom because a client can't get home or now they don't want to see people in person. So we do have those opportunities now as well, that you don't have to run around as much. 
Uh, but at the end of the day, this is a people business. We still want to be there for our clients and make sure that our clients know that. So we've got to be in front of them as often as we can and, and be there just to hold their hand through the process if that's what they need. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the, how the team kind of evolved then to today. So, uh, I think, you know, what would be some of the values for someone joining your team? I guess, uh, obviously you're very database driven. So I'm sure there's probably quite a bit of opportunities they might have to work with some of those people or you're still active yourself too, though. So how does, what's the value in someone joining your team and working with you? Well, and, and it's funny, and, and the team and I had that question. Um, I, we, we had a little brainstorming session the other day, and I said, okay, guys, you know what? What is it that draws you to this team? And, uh, and you know, the team that we've got now um, is, is the best I've ever had. Um, you know, with any team, you do get ups and downs. Uh, you do get, um, you know, a little bit of drama occasionally. Uh, but, you know, you got to find the right people. And, and for me, that's the most important thing is now finding the right fit and finding that those people, I don't need to grow to 10, 12, 15 agents simply to pad numbers and such, you know? So we had that conversation with the team and I said, okay, guys, why are you here? And it was interesting because none of them said that they were here just because the money was bringing. They all said that they felt, you know, comfortable and they felt safe and they felt secure and it was professional and they felt helped and uh, and, and they felt that it was, they, they all said family as well because they felt that it was a, a caring atmosphere that we are there for each other. We're, we're very relaxed. I'm a very relaxed person. Um, I typically, I'm in, you know, jeans and a, and a, and a shirt. Uh, today I threw on a jacket only because it's chilly in my office and that's it. But, you know, for the most part, I'm, I'm, we're very laid back. And, and that's what I try to have with the team is, okay, guys, you know, let's help you through the processes. Let's have that support for you to make sure that you're going to learn what to do. And, you know, it's not, it's not a lot of, okay, grind your way through this and grind your way through that. It's now let's go through the process. Let's figure out what the next steps are and let me try to help you reach that goal. And, uh, and you know, and, it, and it's a long-term play. My goal is to have these guys here as long as they want to be in real estate, my goal is I want them on this team. And, and that's really what it is. So I think they feel wanted and I think, think they want, they feel that they should be here. Awesome. I think, you know, what I'm hearing from that is it kind of sounds like you're treating them like you treat your, your clients, which is, which is a long-term, obviously a very long-term approach, which is the, by far the best way to create a really enjoyable, fun and, uh, you know, exciting business, I think is to have that one and done churn and burn is very, very, very exhausting. Right. And I think, um, that probably comes across the same way as it does your clients to your, um, I mean, your team members are essentially your clients in a way too now, right? Well, they are. And, and I think, and they react exactly the same way to the clients then because they're starting to understand, okay, this is how we do it. This is what we do. And okay, guys, you know what? We're going to all send out birthday cards today, or we're all going to send out letters to, to our clients today, or we're going to go drop off and, you know, uh, and, and do something for a local charity, whatever it might be. So it's all those little things that you sit there and say, you know, how can we get involved together to help each other out? Because I think real estate can be a very lonely business. And I think a lot of people, some people have a negative attitude towards joining a team and say, well, why do I need to be under that person? But it's not being under that person. It's actually working together with that person. So it's more of a, 
I see it as a mentor and mentee standpoint at the beginning and then a, a long-term partnership is the ultimate goal for me. So uh, what does, um, what does, what does a weekly, what does a week look like in the, in the life of you or your team members typically? So, you know, what, what we do, I, I'm here early. Um, I actually, I, I've started sending the team videos um, of myself driving here in the morning or whatever. And I'm talking to them, of course. And last Wednesday, I actually sent them a video and it was at 5.50 in the morning. And uh, so they all finally wake up when they get it. They're looking at their text going 550, really. So, you know, I try to keep things light. I, like I said, I'm not overly serious, um, but I am structured. So um, I'm usually here. I'm here first thing in the morning. Um, our administrator's here by nine, usually, you know, probably about quarter to nine. Um, by the time she gets in, I usually have a ton of stuff done that I need to get through, whether it's paperwork or working on clearing out systems and, and changing things. Uh, my emails are usually all done, and then we figure out what the game plan is for the day. We do a Monday morning meeting um, every week. So even during COVID, we we're doing it um, on Zoom. Uh, and now what we're doing is we are doing it in the meeting, and we, we you know sit far enough apart. Our boardroom is is a, is a good size as you know you've been over to our office so uh, mm -hmm. we've got a good size boardroom that we can all sit apart from each other um and then we'll you know we'll do all sorts of different things so whether it is uh you know go through information uh we do have an in-house mortgage department as well so whether it's you know the mortgage broker talking about okay let's talk about refinancing that's what we discussed this week at the meeting so how can you have that conversation with your client to better help them Right. So we'll talk about what we can do, what the plans are. Uh, we'll usually watch some motivational videos um, and any information that just needs to be passed across will. Uh, and then what we are now doing is we're now having um, weekly accountability meetings. So we call it our uh, power money binder. So each one of the agents has a binder. And, you know, yes, there's so many technology uh, driven sites and, and apps and stuff. I print out a piece of paper and I'm like, okay, here's our paper. What are we going to do? Have we followed up with all these people? So we're now having individual weekly meetings with them uh, that we can go through that with each team member, see where they're at, where they're at towards their goal. And the entire team knows where everybody is for their goal. So they know what percentage towards their goal they are. Um, and everybody really helps, you know, root each other along and, and, and push them up. Um, so that, that's really nice to start the week on a Monday like that. Um, Tuesday to when Tuesday and Wednesday, usually, um, you know, most of us are in the office. I find uh, making a lot of calls, trying to call past clients, trying to call database prospects, whatever it may be. Um, and then Thursday, Friday, uh, you know, take, take a little bit of time if you need to go do some errands, go do some stuff that you need to do and then get all of your other activities done throughout that time. Uh, weekends, uh, you know, I'm not a huge believer in open houses um, to start with, and I never have been, um, especially right now. We're, we're not doing them at all. I don't know if you guys are out that way, but we're, we're not doing open houses at all um, in York Region. So, you know, it gives clients the opportunity to, you know, see the agent, go out, see some houses, um, have appointments, have listing appointments and such. So it's pretty easy. Um, I don't say that I work a lot of late nights anymore. There's the odd night that we do. Um, I know one of my agents was here a couple nights ago and it was 11 o'clock at night. They were still here with their clients. So, you know, you will work some of those late nights, but I think for the most part, we try to organize ourselves to work during the day. Awesome. And then, so uh, 
what how, how have you found the people that come on like where have you found your uh your people that are in, in your group so you know you talk about them helping each other and teamwork and how important that is and it's huge i i, I believe that as well i mean it just creates more leverage for yourself too if they're helping each other when you're maybe out of town or you're 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 not available for whatever reason um you need some support internally too from other people and that they need to be collaborating a lot how do you build that how do you how do you make sure that's happening you, you know that I think that's the magic question, right? How, how does it happen? I think if we all had the magic pill to take and say, okay, my team will all be like this, this would be great. Um, I, I think it just comes down to personalities and trust. I think if if it um, if they all trust each other and they know that everybody is there for the right reasons and there's no underlying expectations, I, I think they all really want to genuinely help each other. And, and, I, and I don't think it's something that doesn't help with culture that we have our own office now and, and we can, you know, play music throughout the day, which we always have music playing in here. And we've got, you know, videos playing on the TV throughout the day sometimes and such. Um, sure. Maybe that has part of it. Uh, but, but I think maybe it's just the fact that, you know, everybody wants to see everybody else succeed. So I think it's just finding those right people and whether or not they're in, real estate today and maybe it's your barista at Starbucks when you go and order and maybe they want to get into the business. I think the, the trick is really finding great people who have the skills to then become great realtors. Well, that's, I think that's a good point on finding people outside of the business too. I think, you know, people have, um, people that build teams have a, it's good or bad. They have different thoughts on that, but I, I know some of our top people have been not in the business and we've, I've been a client even, or they've been people I've known from other areas of life. And gradually, you know, if they, if they're showing some interest, you know, we kind of help them through it or the process of getting started. And maybe, maybe they work out to join in our team, maybe not, but just guiding them through that and, and helping them. I think it's a long process um, being that it takes a year ish to get licensed around here. Right. Yep. But um but that's that long-term approach again, right? Coming back to that, whereas, you know, helping them through that process for a year, year and a half, and then they come on. I mean, two, three years, they might be, if they're the right fit. I, I find working with some new agents is really great because they can they can be moldable and, and they're coming in with a totally fresh approach, right? Well, no, and, and, and I see that as well. And, and it's funny, you know, one of um, our, our newest agent who's now been in the business uh, just around a year now um, has been doing amazing, absolutely amazing. And she came to us um, she was really good friends with one of my client's daughters. And uh, I had probably, I think we're up to about seven or eight deals with that client. Okay. Uh, constantly move. And, uh, and she said, okay, well, can, you know, can you meet with my friend? Because she's just going to get into the business and she has no idea where to start. And I said, sure, no problem. And it wasn't a recruiting session at all. It was just a conversation. And we went to a restaurant, we sat there, we had lunch, we chatted. And she walks out and she texts me. She goes, okay, when do I start? And I'm like, oh, you're coming on board? Okay, you know what? Let's meet the team. And, and part of the process that I have is that the team actually meets any potential um, new hires prior to me making a decision. So I'm not going to make the decision. I'm going to let the team sit down with them and interview them and say, okay, you know, Sean, these are our feelings. This is what we think. And, and that way we can again, be a little bit more collaborative and, and all be decision makers rather than a top down approach. Yeah, I love that. I love that getting them some say in that. And that way, I mean, obviously, that way, they're you're not you're not bringing in someone that's going to be totally uh, a 
you know, just a misfit or, or a cancer or anything like that. Cause you're getting your team's approval on it essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, what's been, uh, what's been some of the biggest failures over, over the years for you? Anything, anything stick out in terms of like, wow, I really would have done that differently or maybe team building or, or working with clients kind of anything along those lines, anything stand out? Yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, I've had hiccups in the past with, with teams. Um, I've had, I've had issues in the past and, you know, I look back and go, okay, what could I have changed? What could I have done differently? Um, you know, could I have given away more of my leads potentially to keep some people happy? Possibly. Would that have kept them happy long term? Who knows? Um, was it just not the right fit? Possibly. Could it have been the culture? Yeah, I, I think it could have. I think the more that I see how successful our team is today and the personalities that are on it, um, I, I think it really gives me an indication going forward. And now, you know, I've got a little bit more of an open eye to that is, is we really want to find those right, um, the right people rather than just, you know, fog a mirror. Oh yeah, here, come on board and you can, uh, you can go and sell real estate. <laughs> so I think, Definitely. That's been, I think that's been my biggest, I would call it, that would be my biggest failure. I would mm -hmm. say. Yeah. yeah. Or learn learning opportunity, I guess. Um, 100% definitely. Yeah. Is that something uh, that you just kind of figure it out or wh where do you go to kind of figure out how to run your team? And uh, do you, do you read books? Do you listen to stuff? How, how do you kind of figure all this out? Cause you, you're pretty, yeah. you're pretty business. Uh, you, you said before that you weren't really a business uh, person necessarily, but you're, you're, you're very um, obviously uh, you've grown in your leadership and stuff to be able to have a great team. Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I think that, Having some really good peers may, makes a world of, of difference. You know, being part of, of Royal Page um, gives me a, a great opportunity to have met some unbelievable people and have conversations with them and figure out what they're doing in their business and how they're running their teams. Um, or if they're not a team, how they're, you know, getting leads or, or what they're doing to make those things happen. So I think, I think that's been great. I, I think that, you know, my, my, my broker over the years has been fantastic. Um, the uh, president of Royal Pages is, is a fantastic guy who I can throw ideas off of at any time. Um, and, and then it comes down to just listening and, and watching other business people and what they do. So whether it's networking with, you know, my mortgage broker, or my financial planner, or my lawyer and, and such like that, just to get any information that I can that's going to make sense, that's what I try to utilize. But I try to break things down to a point that I think they're pretty, that they're pretty simple. I don't get too, um, I don't know how you want to say this. I, I guess I, I don't want to get too specific when I, when I sit back and say, okay, this is the only way to do it. I want to have an open eye to say, okay, well, maybe it's these small little changes, which are going to make even more of a difference. And, and that's what I felt has really made a difference is, you know, you read a book, you pick up one thing in a book and maybe you try to implement that. Right. Mm -hmm. that, I think that makes a big difference as well. So what's the, what are some of the changes or some of the you know, adjustments you're making going forward right now and, and how, you know, what, what's the next few years look like for you and your team? Yeah. So um, I have actually um, recently um, hired a coach. Um, so I, I do have a, a business coach now 
Um, and we don't talk about really, we don't talk about real estate. We talk about team building. We talk about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And I, and I think that's also made a little bit of a, of a change in attitude. And that's only been going on for the last month and a half, but the change has been, has been great. And I think my team has seen that as well. Um, you know, what, what do I see? You know, I see us growing, you know, over the next five years, you know, if I can get another three, maybe four agents on board, um, that are all producing and, and I've set minimums to my team to say, guys, you better be making this or there's no use in you being on a team. You know, I, I think you've all got to set this. And we set personal goals with each team member. Um, the team member actually sets the goals themselves, and then we fine-tune them. So, you know, the goals may include, okay, I'm going to, you know, talk to, you know, five of my clients a day, or I'm going to go and work out four times a week. doesn't matter, but at least it's written on paper. It's their long-term goal. So, you know, what we think over the next five years is, you know, if we can expand it, add another three or four agents, um, double our GCI, you know, from where it is right now, I, I'd be absolutely over the moon. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and um, anything else? Uh, what kind of advice would you give to like uh, people starting out? I mean, you know, hearing your story, you've, you've done a pretty, pretty awesome job in re retaining clients and building up a great team environments. What's some advice that you'd give to someone starting out that wants to do something similar? I, I would say don't try to reinvent the wheel. I, I would say talk to other agents. Talk to your peers in your office. Talk to peers outside of your office. Reach out. Make a phone call to somebody and say, you know, hey, I, I want to pick your brain. I, I think those are, those are really good steps to start taking. You know, there's so many resources now out there. You know, you Google real estate teams. Uh, I'm sure there's millions of of books and, uh, and articles and suggestions and such. But I, I think for me, the object has always been learn from those who you trust. And, uh, you know, for me to be able to pick up the phone and call really agents from across the country at any time and they answer or I answer if they call me, I think that's a great thing. Uh, you know, I, I had a conversation with an agent the other day who just called me out of the blue. We haven't spoken in probably six months. And, uh, and she called me up, she goes, Sean, I, I got to pick your brain about something. I'm like, no problem, let's go, right? So I think that's great is having that, you know, availability to have conversations with people and just learn. And say, guys, I, I want to learn. I got to start a team. What do I have to do next? I think that's important. Yeah, and I think, you know, majority, not maybe not everyone, but a lot of the industry is like that. They're very, you know, helpful and, uh, you know, collaborative. I mean, if you're in different cities and stuff, why would you not be collaborative? There's opportunities for referrals and, and, and business to be passed around at some point in, in your career. Right. So exactly. um, I think being, know. yeah, I think a lot of people, I, I would put myself in that, at least in the beginning, just a little bit, probably uh, gun shy to go to reach out to top people and ask them how they're doing stuff. But I think, you know, I, I, the people that I see succeeding really fast are, are doing that quite actively. And they're, they're reaching out and getting advice, asking to be mentored a little bit, or even, you know, maybe joining or collaborating on some deals or being a part of a team that that'll help you get somewhere faster. And I feel like a lot of people are worried, worried or scared to do that early on. Yeah, I, I think they're worried because they go, oh, my God, that person's so successful. And, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're realtors. We're, we're not brain surgeons. We're not sending anybody to the moon. We sell houses. We build relationships with people. Um, we're salespeople. That, that's what we are at, at the end of the day. So I don't see this as, you know, the wall is up. Oh my God, I can't get in touch with that person. Pick the phone, give them a call. I, I'm sure that anybody out there would be happy to hear from you. And if they're not happy to hear from you and they're not willing to help you out, they're probably not the type of team that you want to, you know, um, 
follow the way that they built theirs or get ideas from anyways. Mm -hmm. I personally, I, I enjoy it when people reach out. I kind of, it's a great opportunity to help. Maybe it's a great opportunity to add some value to them. And I know over long haul, kind of doing that more often than, uh, than not is going to come back in, in a lot of positive ways. So um, I always enjoy those opportunities. Um, what, uh, what would be... Um, what would be a good way for people to, what would be a good reason if someone wanted to reach out to you on that note, I guess, uh, for some guidance and that, what kind of people should reach out to you and, and how would you want to help them? Hey, honestly, you, you never know when a conversation can go one way or another way. So I, I always say, if anybody ever has a question to say, okay, you know, what can I do and uh, what should I do next? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and say, you have to do it this way because I don't know. I'm still learning. Right. I, you know, so if anybody has any questions about real estate, about what I do, about how we do it, give me a call. No problem. Anytime they can reach out and they can get me online. They can get me on email. Uh, my phone is always on. So unless I'm sleeping, that's the only time it's off. It's on the rest of the time. All right. Well, the phone phone will blow up there uh, any any time of day then, I guess, after this. So yeah. uh Easy to find you, I know, online via social media or something like that. What's the best? Uh, what's the best way? Is it through email? Uh, yeah, they can uh, email me. So our website is uh, teamsold.com. Uh, you can email me uh, directly at sean at teamsold.com. So that's s h a w n at teamsold.com. Uh, or you can you know check us out online. We're on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else. Uh, but you can, you know, I'll respond back to an email. I answer all my emails personally. Uh, so you will, you will get me uh, right away. Awesome. And uh, I can attest to it. You've, you're running a great team. You have a great environment. So I've, I've been there in the office. It seems, seems like you got, you know, a great uh, atmosphere to thrive in. And obviously you're doing some great things with clients and your team building. So uh, congrats on the success so far. And I think uh, if anyone wanted to learn more, I would, uh, I would recommend to definitely reach out to you and just, explore maybe they're looking to join a great team in the area who knows it would be a great opportunity to, to learn from you um got a great thing going there in um uh, york region i guess i should say richmond hill you're kind of all over york region right all over york region we always say we, we work north of the 401 up to lake simcoe you know that's our um that's our prime area and we'll work out to durham region and then you know go out to uh to to bond uh as well as going a little bit further north up into uh innisville and then bury every once in a while as well Awesome. Well, uh, some great stuff here. I think there's some awesome nuggets that people can take away and learn from and uh, really appreciate you coming on the show, Sean. It's been fun. And um, again, congrats on the success. Looking forward to seeing uh, you thriving going forward. Sounds good. Thanks, Andy, for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, everyone. Well, that, that wraps up another episode. If they, uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can see my email there, Sandy at McKay Realty Network com and uh we will see you again next week for another episode of the team building show 